So Paul, how important it is to a person's personal growth to allow themselves to be vulnerable? It's really of the utmost importance to be vulnerable because when you're vulnerable, that's when you come out of your comfort zone. And when you come out of your comfort zone, that's when you grow. Welcome to Through the Tuttle, a Game Change Productions podcast that dives into sports and the life lessons that can be learned from them. The podcast is inspired by the book of the same name, written by Game Change co-founders Paul McDonald and yours truly, Jack Barrage. On the show today, Paul and I discuss how fear of failure can paralyze people from even trying. And this is especially true with middle school and high school girls. We tell the story of how Coco Goff overcame her fear when she was just a 15-year-old rising star in the world of professional tennis. We hope you enjoy the show, and please check us out at GameChangeNation.com or on one of our social media pages. There's a study that I read from Procter & Gamble that said that 50% of young girls are so paralyzed by fear that they don't even try. Um, and that's just something that shows you like what a problem it is in our society, that people are allowing themselves to be held back and if you're young, you know, you want to fit in. You don't want to put yourself out there and, and look funny or embarrassed or whatever. But how important is it that you have that courage to, to take risks and to allow yourself to be vulnerable and to do the things that you think you might fail at? Because if you don't try, you really actually do fail, don't you? I think fear is probably the single one thing that stops us, that prevents us, that prohibits us from being all that we can be. Right, because one, there's all kinds of fears. There's fe obviously fear of death, fear of rejection, fear of missing out, um, fear of being exposed, fear of being human, whatever it might be. My fear was uh, the ultimate fear was fear of not being good enough, yeah. and that yeah. pushed me right. to be the best football player and student that I could be. Yeah. But it also hurt me, and that I was always second guessing myself. I was self talk. I'm not good enough. I'm not, you know, and uh, that's not a good place to be. Um, yeah as a person. Yeah, I think a lot of, there's a line that says, the enemy of good enough is perfection. And because we think that we have to be perfect so that we don't go out there and do what ultimately is good enough because we have to be perfect. Great sports story on that line is Coco Goff. I think we talked about her in a previous podcast and how she had this amazing run in the 2019 Wimbledon and people were calling it magical and all these wonderful terms. What people didn't realize is that she had almost quit tennis a year before and it was her sort of perfectionism that prevented her from enjoying the sport. She was so consumed with re reaching these expectations as the next tennis prodigy that she felt like she needed to be perfect and it got to the point where it was too much. And it was only when she allowed herself to realize that she loved playing tennis and not to worry so much about what would or wouldn't happen and just play that she kind of got back on track and didn't quit. And it's, Good for the sport of tennis she didn't quit because she's yeah. an amazing player and she gave us a great Wimbledon in, I think it was 2019. That's the key to the whole thing is not getting caught up on the outcome. And that's what perfectionism does. You have a bad point, you have a bad game, you lose a match, whatever it might be, or any sport. Uh, you get caught up in the outcome of what, what's going to happen instead of just being uh, loving the journey, right? So there's imagining, imagination of, of fear and there's real fear. Real fear is when you're like, actually, you know, someone's chasing you. Right. Uh, imaginary fear is anticipating something could go wrong or something would happen if this and this. So you're already playing the tapes in your mind before you actually uh, are performing your sport or, uh, you know, going on a date. 
this yeah. this girl, this guy, they're not going to like me. Well, guess what? They probably won't, right? right? Because you're already playing that in your own mind, and that's what's going to come to fruition. So uh, we need to be mindful of this imaginary fear thing because it's okay to be human, right? It's okay to make a mistake. Yeah. Uh, Edison, what? Took him a thousand attempts to you know invent the incandescent light bulb. Yeah. Do you know what he said about that? What? He said his inventing the light bulb took a thousand steps. Right. That's how he how how he how he framed it. It wasn't a thousand failures, it was a thousand steps. Yeah. And each step led him closer to success. Right. Each step led him closer to being his best self and being right. able to create that. So yeah. it's yeah, a process. A hundred percent. I think a lot of us were so consumed with the failure part of it that we don't realize that if we learn from that failure we're ultimately going to be better on the next one and the next one and the next one. We don't have to achieve the whole enchilada in one fell swoop. We'll get there through the process. But again, if you don't have the courage to try and you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable and have that failure, you're never going to succeed because you're just sitting you're sitting in your in your comfort zone and won't push yourself out of it and so you're stuck. You're in protection mode. Yeah, you're in protection mode. That's what mode. fear does. It protects yeah. it's there to protect its ego. And ego is designed to protect yeah. The body, the being, right. and that's that's what's going on. It's the spirit risks all, take chances, you know, rise above, right. uh, uplift, uh, and 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 that's and we're a combination of both, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it's a shame that a lot of people are hamstrung by fear and even trying right. to do something, as you were evidenced. In that one study that was done with uh, with girls, where fifty percent don't even try because they're afraid. Yeah, yeah, and, and for some reason it seems like amongst young ladies more than young men, there is that sense of perfectionism. They feel like they have to be perfect. There's a lot of body shaming issues for for girls and things like that. They they deal with maybe that boys don't deal with as much. But for whatever reason, young ladies seem to have this need to feel like they have to be perfect, and if they're not perfect, they're some sort of failure. Got to focus on the good. Yes. Yeah, so when I was in, I was kind of a perfectionist yeah. too, right? And, uh, and when I was in the film room and the coaches just going back and forth on the, on the poor play that I had. And they just uh, keep telling you, oh man, you screwed up here. Again. Yeah. Right. And the good players, yeah, nice throw there. And then and, uh, what happened here? And your footwork's wrong. And da 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 And back and forth. Let's go back again. And, you know, uh, so then you begin to think about the negative things. We need to focus on the positive. Right. Always focus on the positive. The good things that we do, the right. things that we do well. Right. When we do that, Right. It'll help bring us out of this fear mode. Yeah, it allows us to not beat ourselves up, right. right? So we look at the good thing we did and go, "Wow, I did a really good thing there," and like, "That was really good," and I can do, I can do this because you're focusing on that good thing rather than on that failure that you might have had. And it's the words that we tell ourselves in our minds that are incredibly powerful, right? Incredibly powerful, and that's what translates to uh, what we say and what we do and the actions we take. Um, and so constantly tell ourselves the good things that we do and be mindful of those good things that we do. In, in your opinion, are there any simple steps that people can take who kind of are stuck and are feeling like they're a little bit of a rut, whether they're young and in high school or all the way up to middle age, and they know that there could be more, they know there's things they'd like to accomplish, but they just can't get over their fear of trying. What would you suggest that somebody could do in terms of actual practical things they do or how they approach and think about it that allows them to kind of step out of that comfort zone, maybe a little step at a time. Mm -hmm. If you're living in the moment and you're doing what you love to do, 
right? Which is what we all should be doing. We should all be doing those things that we love to do all the time. Now, obviously that's not realistic. There can be some other things that are being involved that we're not really particularly fond of, but if you're focusing the majority of the time on things you love to do, Mm -hmm. um, and therefore you're gonna be enjoying the moment, right? Because that's who you are, that's what you do, that's what you love. And so you're gonna be living in the moment. And so you're not gonna be worried about step two, step three, step a thousand. Yeah, but okay, I'm gonna play devil's advocate because okay. that's what I do with you. <laughs> you're so good at it. I'm a 55-year-old person who's got a pretty decent job, mm -hmm. making decent money that's feeding my family, not happy at all. Um, and um, that thing that I love, I kind of pretty much know I'm not gonna be able to make a living at it. Um, in fact, let's just say I'm not going to make a living at it we, and with absolute certainty. Okay. So I'm stuck. I'm stuck in a job I don't like. The thing I would love to do, I can't. Um, what do I do? Well, there's a million different answers to that, right? Because it's all individual. It's all, if, if you believe you can't do that, if you believe you're stuck, you are stuck. Right. You're done. You can't do it. So you got to change that first. You got to change that mindset. And allow it all to come to fruition. Allow it all to happen naturally. No, no let, let, let me go. Let, you let's want to be say more specific. You no, know, okay. Let's say my the, my love would man. I missed my calling. I should have been a pro coach. And now now yeah, maybe I could have at fifty five. It's going to be a long Coaching run. Coaching sports, right? Make money doing but that. I can't make money doing that. Well, but it's not a full time job. Right. 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 So I guess your point is that we all end up fixating on these things that are. It's only about our career. And it goes beyond career. When you say do what you love, do what you love could be from five o'clock to 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. You can go coach youth sports right. and be a really, really good middle school coach right. or high school coach if you get to yes. that or whatever. You get tremendous gratification. Right. That. And you're not necessarily making a living at it, but it gives you that thing in life that you just love. And, and you can wake up in the morning and say, man, I, I'm so happy because after, after I finish work today, I get to go coach a bunch of kids out on the ball field. And you're talking about, we're talking about the doing again, okay, right. which is not the being, which is like our perception of who we are, the fact that we should uh, always think about that I am good enough, that we are good enough, that you are good enough, right? We should all be have, have that mindset right. um, because that's positive thinking and positivity that moving forward, no matter what you do, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be pretty good at it. You'll be very good at it, right? But if we're talking about the doing, a draw, job, a vocation, an avocation, whatever it might be, there's a million different things you could do to satisfy that urge that you have that may not uh, be a living. Uh, and so, yeah, maybe you'd have to make a sacrifice here, but even like my whole story, right? I just changed my, pers changed my perspective on how I did my job. Right. And it changed everything. Right. Right? And so... and You changed I, it from... I'm going to just remind people. You changed it. Um, you changed it from being a, a pursuit of the sales numbers yes, the that numbers. you had to hit yes. to the relationships you were yes. forming with the people that yes. you uh, were servicing in your, in your real estate yes, uh, job. Yes, correct. And uh, I've made more money because of it. Right. And it's been more fun right. as well. Right. And it's been more enjoyable and so forth. So it's not work. It's not a job. It's... Uh, it's something that I enjoy doing because I get to meet new people. So if we take a look at everything that we have in our life, focus on those things that we're good at, that we like to do, that we want to do, within the job that we have, it can totally change and shift our perspective, right? Uh, but those things that, that you, th you felt like you missed, you, as you said, you know, I wanted to be a professional coach or a college coach or I want to be an actor, I want to be... You could still go take acting lessons. You can do bit parts. You can maybe, well, who knows what could happen? You just don't know. You don't know unless you try. Right. You got to put yourself out there. Right. And if it's, if you're loving it, what's the big deal? Yeah. Go do it. Great advice. I, you know, I, there's a kid that I know who wanted to 
really write the next America, great American screenplay. And because I come out of the film industry, you know, I get the phone call, hey, could you talk to my kid? And I was like, look, if you love doing this, you're just gonna love telling stories. And if only three people read your story, you still love telling that story. And to your point of a community theater, I think community theater is a really great example for an actor. If you love to act and you get to put on a little play in front of the people in your community and only 20 people show up, you're still doing it. Right. it, it and if your definition of success is it has to be on this big movie set stage, then it's about the trappings, not about the thing that you actually want to do, which is act. We're doing a podcast here. We're hoping that millions and millions of people will listen. I'm, I'm, or, I'm, or, or I'm shooting us, for hundreds. Or see us. I'm shooting for hundreds. You're going for millions. You're the bigger thinker. Of I am. <laughs> you are. I am. Uh, I love it. But if one person yes. watches this or hears this yeah. and gets something out of it, it's a million times worth it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, I, and I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. because, And, and that's what you do in life. You know, you know, there's people who have the opportunity for whatever reason to uh, impact millions of lives. Most of us maybe only can impact one life at a time, but that one life we impacted is worth it all. Totally worth it all. And you don't know what the ripple effects of that could be. So teachers are a great example of what you just said. Yes, they are. And, and yeah. And do they get the level of income that they deserve? No, absolutely not. How much impact do they have uh, on society? Massive. Absolutely. Massive impact on society. So <clears throat> what I would say is do not be hamstrung by fear. Do not let the fear block your desires. Take the step. Be willing to risk, risk it all. Who cares? So what? You prove that you're human, that you actually made a mistake. And someone laughing at you is laughing at you because they're afraid to do what you're doing. Absolutely. You're 100% right. The ones who will laugh at you are the ones who don't have the courage to try. The ones who will pick you up and say, man, good try. I know it didn't work out the way, are the ones who threw themselves out there in, in, in the first place. And those are the ones whose opinions you should respect far more because they had the courage to put themselves into the arena. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Through the Tunnel. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review it. It'll really help others who love sports and the lessons they provide to find the show and together create Game Change Nation, a community that is dedicated to lifting each other up. Also, we'd love to hear your stories, so please visit GameChangeNation.com or any of our social media pages to give us your take on sports and life. And finally, check out our book, Through the Tunnel, which is now available on Amazon. Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.